Have you considered starting your own podcast? Wondering what it really takes to do a podcast and how you can use it to grow and scale your business? I was very fortunate to have my amazing business coach, Stephanie Gass, teach me everything I needed to know to launch my own podcast with her Podcast Pro University course. In this very unfiltered live interview, Stephanie, Anya Miller, and I discuss our thought process, fears, self-doubts, and how we overcame them. We dive into our real story behind our podcast journey and how we use our podcast for business. If you're on the fence to launching your very own podcast, then this episode is for you. Hey there, mom boss. Welcome to the Social Media for Mompreneurs podcast. I'm Allison Scholes, brand strategist and lifestyle stock photographer. And yes, I'm that boss lady in sweatpants. If you're ready to fine tune your personal brand, grow your business on social media, learn some really cool marketing hacks, all while balancing family life, then girl, you're in the right spot. And please don't be shy. You can connect with me over at bossladyinsweatpants.com. If you're ready for today's show, go ahead and hand out the kids' tablets, open those juice boxes, grab your coffee, and hide in your closet. It's time to dive in. Hi, girls. Hi. <laughs> Hi. So I'm excited. I'm sitting here with Allison, with Anya. These are some of my students. And actually, Allison and I go way back. She's been a student of mine for years. And Anya's mm-hmm. a student of mine. Um, both have taken Podcast Pro University and other courses, I think, for both of you. And I'm excited. I have the girls on because I want you guys to really understand the podcast process, all the fears, the mindset, the is anybody going to listen to me? Like, should I really launch? What does it take? And so I decided like, like, don't take Steph's word for it. Let's dig into some amazing ladies who have done it. So welcome to the show, you guys. Oh, thank you, Steph. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm excited you're here. So I have some quick fire questions for you. Okay. So these are like one, one answer. I hate when people do this to me, so I'm doing it to you. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So let's have Allison answer first and then we'll have Anya answer for each one. Okay. Oh, where are you from? Romeoville, Illinois. I'm from Toronto, Ontario. You guys should have seen Allison's face. She was like, oh God, what's the question? <laughs> I was really terrified. And then you gave me an easy one and I actually forgot the answer. Where do I live? Oh. Are we talking like physically or mentally? Right. Where are you right now? (laughs) Okay. Second one. How long have you been an entrepreneur? Two years. For me, it's been about 12, 14 years. Yeah. Get it, sis. (sighs) Longer than me. I've been one for seven. So nice. There you go. What do you do in one sentence? I help mompreneurs build their brand online in just minutes a day. I am a baby and newborn photographer, and I recently launched my podcast, which is focused on helping women build their businesses, reach their goals, and deal with the overwhelming life that we all live. Oh, amen to that. So needed. Okay, next one. What is your biggest strength? Creativity. Determination. And your Enneagram number. Uh, I've never taken the test. Can you believe it? Who are you? I know. I've never taken it. You, I think, <laughs> uh, if I had to guess for Allison, 
you might be a three, but you also might have a wing of like the creative. I can't remember what that number was. So I'm curious, you have to do it and tell us what you are. Okay, send me the link, I'll do okay, it. Okay, okay. Anya, do you know? Is it horrible that I took the test and I don't remember? <laughs> <laughs> I know that I'm not a three because most of the people that I follow are threes. Yes. And when it came back, I know I was not a three, but I, I have no idea what I was. <laughs> That's okay, I'll forgive you guys this one. <laughs> Can we first talk about why did you guys think, maybe I should start a podcast? Like, do you remember the moment where, where that thought came into your mind? I remember. Um, it was really, because I've been following you and working with you for a while, Steph, and I remember you talking about, you didn't call it your podcast. I remember you referring to it as your passion project. Do you remember that? Oh, snap. No. So, yes. And I was really interested in what you were doing. You launched the podcast. And at that time, you asked me to be on your show, which freaked me out. I wanted to vomit on my shoes. <laughs> I did the interview with you. And after, you know, several other women listened to that, they said, well, you should do one. And my immediate thought was no way. But then that little voice in my head kept kind of like, maybe, maybe, maybe. I, I, that, that's where it started for me. And, and so that was back in like October, November of last year then. Yes. And you, and how long did you sit on the maybe until your heart was like, you know what, I'm flipping doing this. Uh, it was probably after the new year. And to be honest with you, I actually sent you a message and said, hold me accountable. I'm going to sign up for your, for your class in September. I remember. And then all of a sudden I just said, well, why am I waiting? Yes. Okay. And Anya, what about you? I absolutely remember the exact second that I thought of it. So I went to my very first ever meeting with a therapist and I went in and I was like, I am depressed. I don't know why there's nothing wrong with my life at the moment. I've been through a lot, but there's nothing wrong. And she talked to me and she was like, I think you're bored. I think that the problem is actually that you're not doing enough. You need to take on something new. And I was driving home, just listening to music, whatever. And all of a sudden I actually had to pull off the road. It all came to me all at once. I knew the name of the podcast. I knew I had to do it. And I knew what it was about. It just flooded over me all in an instant. Holy so Spirit. I pulled off the road. Totally. It was Dang. totally. Yep. Yeah, total God <laughs> thing. And I literally pulled off the highway and sat there on the shoulder writing in my phone. So I couldn't forget it all. So. <gasps> and yeah, how long was ago me. was that? That was last summer. Okay. So um, you sat on it for a minute. I did sit on it for a minute because as soon as you get an idea like that and you have this, you know, for the first five minutes, you're like, oh, this is going to be amazing. And then your brain takes over and you're like, nope, nope, nope. I can't mm -hmm. do that. Why would anyone care what I have to say? And it tries to keep you safe. So Absolutely. I put it down. What were your biggest, both of you, what were your biggest fears that like, what was the biggest voice in your head or what was the constraint that kept coming up for you? that kept you from just doing the thing? I think for me, because I listen to so many big podcasters that people are not going to see me as an authority or, well, she's not known to have a six-figure business, so why am I going to listen to her podcast? But then once you know, I realized that's not why people listen to podcasts. They're yeah. looking to be 
to relate to someone and to learn and be motivated and get help. And I thought I can do all those four things. So, so you almost had to give yourself permission. Yes. I think that, isn't that, don't you guys feel like that's one of the biggest things that holds you back on anything you do is like, am I worthy of teaching this? Am I worthy of talking about this thing? Right. And that's when I've really had um, a shift in these last few months with the word fear. And I no longer say the word fear. I actually respect it and know that in my life each and every day, I just need to make room for it because it's always going to be there. And honestly, after launching the podcast and going through these episodes, I still have fear. It's not going away. And I think that's what people realize. Fear will never go away. You just need to make room for it. And at the end of the day, you're not going to let it make the ultimate decision. Mm, did y'all just write that down? <laughs> I'm super obsessed with that sentence. Make room for fear. Because also, if you don't have fear, you're not growing. You're stuck. You're comfortable. You're bored, right? Like the fear is the new. I don't care how big you get, how much money you make, the newest thing, you're still going to have fear. So take that. That was really real gold, Allison. Thank you. Annie, how about you? What was the biggest fear or constraint that, that held you there? I think the underlying thing was the, the mindset of I am not enough. Why me? Why would they choose to listen to me? What makes me special? And then you stop and you think about it and I'm like, actually, why not me? <laughs> why not? Like all kinds of crazy things have happened into my life. I have an insane story. I've been doing this for a really long time. I spend all my time listening to other people's podcasts and learning self-development stuff and random things happen. Like I won 10 grand on the radio. Who does that? So if I can win 10 grand on the radio, <laughs> who's to say lightning couldn't strike again and I could have a really successful podcast, right? Like you just never know. And you know what's interesting? I think when you start, when you open your heart to Holy Spirit moments and to divine intervention coming into your heart, once you've opened your heart to that, it starts happening all the time. Like miracles and abundance and, and provision come full circle from showing up and pouring into people, right? And so now I think you're a million percent right. And, and on that point, when we serve, which is what a podcast is, it's serving and it's teaching and it's mentoring, you're putting out service into the world, you're touching people. And I think when you put out the service, it becomes abundance and favor and it flows right back to you tenfold. Absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Okay. So let's talk about what were you doing before podcasting to get your message out? Was it, were you all over the place? Were you, did you have a YouTube channel? Did you blog? Like what was your thing before podcasting? And then was it working for you? Are you still doing it or have you shifted your, your method completely? For me, it was being on the social platforms, blogging, emailing. And to be honest, I still do all of that now. I just realized I wanted to go bigger and I wanted to serve more quicker. And I knew podcasting would do that for me. It's such an organic funnel because it's consistent. It's how your avatars are showing up in the world and that's how they want to learn and hear you. You know, I wasn't watching YouTube videos. I was listening to podcasts. Right. Interesting. So you're still doing all the things is what I'm hearing from you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anya, how about you? For me, I really wasn't. It was one-on-one -on -one or the odd 
very odd blog or Instagram post where I would actually talk about my own life and things that I've learned. But for the most part, I wasn't sharing it. And I think that's why it was put on my heart. I think I needed to come out and share my story and share my knowledge and help other people because that is what I'm all about. It's what I've always been about. I was one of those kids that thought, oh, I'll be a teacher or, you know, I'll be a therapist, a psychologist, someone that helps people. But then that never really lined up with my life. So the podcast has been a perfect medium for me to be able to hit a larger, broader audience and help more people. And isn't it funny when you don't, the things you wanted as a child, those are things that you've been called to do, like from birth, you've been called to help people. And don't you think, and you've been through it, like your story is so epic that you had to go through those things so that you could relate to people and you could touch them in this, the deepest possible capacity. Absolutely. Yep. So it, cool. it, it gives it purpose too. Like when you do go through all of those things and you can turn around and go, oh my goodness, that was actually a gift. Yeah. And you can put down all that negativity and all that pain and see it as a gift. Now you can use it to help someone else. That's so awesome. So let's talk about the nitty gritty. So we get through the mindset piece. You guys are like, okay, we're launching. I see the vision of podcasting. I know that my, my audience is going to resonate with this. This is how we're going to grow organically faster. This is how we're going to share our message and our heart and show up for the world. Like, where did you start? Did you get on the Google search bar? Did you like phone a friend? Did you cry in the corner? Like, how did you figure out the how? Well, for me, I mean, it's no secret that I stalk you. So <laughs> I knew about your podcast, Pro University, and I knew there was nothing out there like it. I knew if, if I didn't jump on it, then I was missing out. So, and I'm such a planner and I've worked with you in the past that I just... I look at you and you give like the roadmap to do things, but it's up to me to do the dirty work and I don't mind doing the dirty work. So I just knew that it was for me. I just told my husband, this is what I'm doing. Like I didn't ask like, you okay with this? I said, nope, this is what I'm doing. And he, okay. Meet my ideal avatar, <laughs> Allison, right? And thank you, Allison. That literally means the world to me. Um, so you never, you were never like, I'm just going to do this on my own and Google it and figure everything out that never even crossed your mind. You know, that's normally how I do things because okay. I'm very much, I'll figure it out. I'm going to do it. But when I knew that you offered this, it was just a no brainer. Like why would, why would I try and figure it out on my own? And I knew I would spin my wheels and I knew I would get down on myself and I didn't want that to happen. I didn't want to give up the process. I love that. So I knew and that investing in something makes you accountable because absolutely. Well, okay. I could do this on my own. I could totally figure all the things out, but yet I'm alone. There's no community behind me. There's no money on the line for me to do this or not do this. There's no, there's no, nothing out there. Right. So there's also that piece of it that I think was really important that you just said is if you're investing in something you want to implement in your life, your chances of success are, are far greater. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Very cool. Okay. Anya, how about you? So for me, it all just kind of fell into place. I decided I wanted to do the podcast. I very briefly looked into if there were any courses out there. I didn't find anything I loved right away. And then that same night I got 
into a conversation with another one of your students, Mm. Melissa, and I started telling her and I was like, oh, I really want to start a podcast. None of the people I follow actually have courses. And she was like, wait, 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 wait. How do you not follow Stephanie Guess? She's like, how have you not heard of her? So she sent me all of your links. I listened to a few of your podcasts within a day. I was like, okay, this is it. I'm investing in the course. I'm going all in. Same thing. I usually am the type of person that tries to figure it out myself. That's how my entire business was grown. But I've been doing that for 14 years. (laughs) I'm over it. Now I'm like, okay, if I can throw money at this problem and someone will hold my hand, that's how we're going to go. Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm the same. I'm like trying to grow everything by myself. And you guys know I'm doing my journal, my uh, With God She Rises journal right now. I'm like trying to create my own cover and I show it to my husband and he started laughing. And I'm like, that's it. <laughs> so I like hired someone. I'm like, do the cover. I'm so like, I'm done. Like there's just certain things like we just can't do it on our own. Right. <laughs> but you went from the summer of last year all the way through. I didn't launch my course until what was it? March. Did you ever in that time say, I'm ready to launch? I'm ready to start this thing. Or was it, or was it that conversation with her that was the, oh, now I'm ready. I put it down for a long time. I didn't think about it. I decided I was going to do some other things. And then I came back to it. And it just, the day I came back to it, it organically came up in the conversation with Melissa that she was doing this. And so it just fell into place perfectly. Like it just, it was serendipitous. I, I like, love that. It just was. It's interesting because like divine intervention will come in when you least expect it. And you've got this idea, but you've been praying on it. Like, is this right? Is this right? Like, show me. I had someone voice me today and she's like, Stephanie, I'm so, st- I'm so stuck. I'm struggling and I can't hear God's answer. How do you know? And I'm like, you keep praying, sister, because I'm telling you what, the divine intervention will show up so unexpectedly and give you the most clear answer. So it's funny that for both of you, it was kind of like the course was the one thing that was like, let's do this. Yes. Yep. Totally. So what was the hardest part of the process? Oh, there could be multiple. Was the process hard? Was it hard? Was it hard to say, I'm starting one, like all the things coming up with the name, what were you going to talk about getting it going? Was that hard for you guys? I don't think the course itself was hard at all. It's committing to the process. Yeah. This is not just coming up with an ebook. I mean, this, it's a podcast. You're on iTunes. Like, <laughs> yes, that <laughs> is fancy. It blows my mind. And I, I'm still looking on there going, what? Like, I, I don't know. But you know what? I always try and that fear kicks in. And so I always tell myself, your courage and your purpose will always outweigh your fear. And I just, anytime I get nervous about something or, oh, I'm not going to come up with enough episodes or I'm not going to be good as, you know, James Wedmore, like all of that goes through your brain, but it just goes back to your courage and your purpose. And remember who you want to serve. We say we're going to serve, but who are we serving? And I always think of those few people out there that, need to hear it. So yeah, I kind of got off track there, didn't I? <laughs> oh, I love it. You're me. I just always go off on a tangent. Wait, and I'm like, wait, uh-huh. bring that back somehow. I know, right? <laughs> so it wasn't horrible for you. Was there one moment, Allison, though, that you were like, oh, like I'm done. Like I'm so over this process. Was there anything? No, I don't think I ever had 
a, never a mindset roadblock. I did get fearful though, and you knew this, that I was not going to launch on my date because technology happens and iTunes was dragging their feet to approve my podcast. It was approved two days before the launch. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So talk about getting nervous, but I kept telling myself, the universe has my back. Trust it. It's going to be fine. Keep promoting it. And I would hit the, you know, publish on Instagram stories, promoting it. And you're cringing and you're nervous and freaking out, but I'm like, it's going to be fine. So there was never mindset blocks, but you're always going to run into, I call them technology blocks or family blocks. So plan accordingly. <laughs> yes. Mm. Okay. Annie, how about you? So for me, I would say 90% of it was easy because like I said, it all came, the whole idea came to me at once in a flood and I wrote it down (laughs) because otherwise (laughs) I would forget it. My brain is like a sieve. I have four kids. Like I would have forgotten it. So I had it written down and then the course made it really easy. Like I took more than one course on podcasting because I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything. And your course walks you through everything step by step. So even if there was something that I would have gotten snagged on, like, oh man, I don't know how to work that software. You were like, no, 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 no. Cause I'm going to walk you through it step by step and show you with each click what to do. So there were no excuses. Right. The biggest thing for me was making myself actually do it. Like not giving into the fear, not giving into the doubt. And again, every time I did, like, thank you, because every time I did, I jumped on the Podcast Pro group on Facebook and I was like, help, (laughs) somebody (laughs) save me from myself before I completely sabotage the whole thing. And you guys were always there to be like, no, just keep pushing through. This is normal. It's normal to have these thoughts and these doubts. Just keep going. And I am so thankful. I remember one of them right before you launched and you had said, is anybody else going through like this just overwhelming fear as you get closer and closer to the launch date. I remember you saying that. I'm like, oh, of course. Like, because it's such a commitment to finally show up. Like on iTunes, like Allison said, like iTunes, for goodness sake, Spotify, like Google Play, like look at me, I'm here. And now I have to commit to this thing. Like, am I really going to do this? And what if everyone hates it? And then all those fears come in. So that is normal, but that's normal with anything that we do, right? Right. Right. So you guys got to the other side, like you have a show. How do you feel? (laughs) Excited, relief. Yeah. Yeah, all of it. But I still think for me, it's still a process. Like you don't just launch the show and it's done. Like I feel the work has just started. Like that was just building the foundation. Now the work really comes in. Now the commitment, now is the challenge and the test. You know, it's like, yes. you're going to be obedient to this call now? Like, are you ready to show up? And my, I was telling someone this on a different podcast I just ended. I told her, anytime I do anything, I commit for a year. And when I started my show, this might help you and all of you listening that are thinking about launching. I said, for one year, I'm showing up twice a week. I don't care if it's Christmas, I am there. And <laughs> I didn't care. I'm like, if there's one follower for the year, like nothing's going to get in my way. I'm only going to compare myself to myself. For one year, if I don't like it, I'll move on. And I'll tell you by that six month mark, you guys, the revenue was up 98%. The community exploded thousands and thousands. And that's when I knew, but it was like, you, I had to be obedient to 
that moment to ever feel like it was working. You're right. The work is now just beginning, but I'm super proud of you because launching is sometimes the biggest constraint. I think that's 90% of people don't get where you've gotten, right? Right. Okay, Annie, how about you? How do you feel? You launched. Woo! Oh my gosh. It was amazing. Like that, that launch week was so crazy. I had so many DMs and text messages, phone calls, like from people I hadn't even heard from in years that I had no idea were even going to listen. Yeah. And from random stranger, I had one girl leave me a voice text being like, I just quit my job. And I was like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. Like, and after I talked to her, I was like, oh yeah, that was the right call. Like, I'm so happy that I inspired you. But I legitimately could not sleep for the first three days after the podcast went live because my brain was on fire. It was so much fun. It was so exciting. I was connecting with people left, right, and center. I had to steal melatonin covered <laughs> just to get a good night's sleep. Like it was wild. That's how you know, like, you know, that excitement, that drive. It's funny that you say you had the brain dump because when it came in for me too, I sat down and I got this Excel sheet out. I wrote down over 200 podcast topics in like an hour and a half. And I'm like, where are these coming from? And that's when I knew. I'm like, this is 100% in alignment with where I need to go. It's like that inspiration was just flowing in. So it's so cool to hear that that happened for you guys as well. What are your goals with your shows? What do you guys... What, what are you, do you have any tangible goals? Do you have download goals? Do you have a vision for where you want it to go in the next six months? Oh, that's a tough question. Yes, yes it is. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, I mean, I like what you said earlier, not to compare our shows to others. Just And that's hard. That is hard. And I think that's really where I'm committing myself right now for the next six, six months is just to focus on my growth for the show and personally, my personal growth and where I'm going in business. But for me, it's just to reach that bigger audience. And yeah, I mean, that's really my biggest goal is just a bigger audience, more of a reach. Yeah. And you know what I did is I wrote down my numbers day one and every month I track my analytics and I'll look at, is my show growing? That's it. Like if I had 100 downloads month one, did I have 200 in month two? Did I have 101? Celebrate your win. If you didn't, you need to go and dig into which episodes are the highest downloads. Do more of that, right? Like I did a live coaching. Gangbusters, like off the chart. I'm like, got it, got it. More of that. I hear you. And so you've got to pay attention to the trends and adjust. And then I see a friend of mine, she's amazing, but I see her and she comes up. She's like, yeah, I got like 56,000 downloads. We've been out for like three months. And I'm like, I hate you. And, that's, <laughs> and that moment came in for a second. I'm like, but I don't have, you know, I didn't have that many at that level. And, you know, crud, why am I not growing like her? And then I was like, no, she probably, you know, people have a big platform before they start. And maybe some, they got on a big show or they had a big guest come on and they had a burst. And you know what? It doesn't matter because the hundred downloads you got are what, who you were meant to serve, right? Or the 10 or the one. Like, so it's, yes, I write down my analytics. I analyze what's working, what's not working. Do more of what your audience is calling you to do instead of what you think you want to talk about. Pay attention to the trends of what, you know, when are people downloading? 
do they like a certain length of the show? Like if I have an hour long show, it's getting less downloaded than the 25 minute episode. So pay attention to all of those triggers. Just, you know, bonus tip up in, up in here. Anya, what about you? What are the goals for your show? My goals are similar. I just want to grow the show. I want to, I'm looking for that tipping point that I saw in my photography business where, you know, it's like, it's trudging along, trudging along, trudging along. And then suddenly it just goes over an edge and it feels like everybody in your area or your niche knows who you are. Um, So I'm working towards that. I mean, I have so many, I want to write a book and I want to start a course and I, you know, I have so many big things, but I think for my biggest focus right now is just growing the show week by week figuring out what the audience wants, which as you said, it becomes clear really quickly. Yes. I had one show that just didn't get very many downloads and I was like, okay, no more of that. <laughs> we'll focus what on that one. one. It was on automation. Okay. So like how to automate systems in your business uh-huh. to get more time for yourself, yeah. which I think is really important, but it's not exactly like a sexy topic. <laughs> you yeah. know? Uh, but so. I don't know, like your, your story and like all of that, I feel like people might be there for like that real self-development side and like coming across the other side. And when you throw something at people that seem semi-relevant, like, yeah, automation helps your life. But is it speaking to her, the woman that is going through what you went through when you went through it? Like, she's like, this doesn't help me today. So I think you nailed it. Put yourself in their shoes over and over again. And that's why for my show, you guys, the live coaching exploded because everyone was going. But if I was sitting across from Stephanie, all of a sudden things are clear instead of just having me teach tangible tips. It was like, I need the conversation with you. So that's where, and it was like, Oh, well, I never thought of doing that. But when I did it and it had twice the downloads in 30 days than any other episode. I heard wow. Yeah. So think about that for your avatar. Is there a certain topic like Allison, maybe it's Instagram stories and all of a sudden that explodes for you and you're like, Oh, well, hello. I see it. Let me get more in there. Let me get more right. experts that really know that space. And those are amazing goals. You know, my last question for you guys is, are you monetizing your podcast? Do you have plans to, or do you have any questions on that? I definitely plan on monetizing. And right off the bat, I started off um, with my own sponsorship, with my own membership program. So I spout that off right away. That is monetizing. That's the best type of monetizing. Yeah. So, I mean, from episode one, absolutely. I'm going to talk about, you know, my membership and how it can help others. So I guess, yes, I am. I am monetizing. (laughs) Yes. Good job. Good job. And you already had that product before the podcast. Correct. Like me, I kind of went backwards as far as had these products before I had the platform, but it was fine because I was then able to monetize from day one using my own stuff, which you guys thinking of podcasting sponsorships pay pennies on the dollar compared to your own products. Just there you go. And Annie, I know you said you're kind of doing some discovery. Do you have any ideas for a passive income strategy for your business? I do. I have so many ideas. I think I need a coaching session. (laughs) I'll be talking to you after the, the, after the interview. Um, I do. I, so right out of the gate, I wanted to make sure there was at least something there. So I set up some affiliate partnerships with different Mm -hmm. companies and I made sure to toss those in there, made sure they were really things I could organically talk about because I actually use them. And then I do, I have plans to do a membership group. I have plans to do a course. I have a book that I just need to write. I know you need a book. If you guys haven't heard Anya's story, <laughs> you yeah. need to go and listen to her episode one. Yeah. And I haven't even cracked the surface, honestly. Like yeah, I haven't even started like, to spill. Oh girl. 
So there's a lot there. There's definitely enough to make at least one book, if not more. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I just want to build a platform and put myself out there and let the people who need to find me, find me. And I have faith that that will happen. And you know, what's really smart about your strategy is that you have a very lucrative career. Like you're this very successful photographer. And I think it's really smart that you didn't say, oh, I hear this call to do this new thing. I'm going to just quit my entire life and do this <laughs> podcast. Like that is not smart, my friends. And I've been saying this recently because I'm really feeling it that if you stress about money, all of a sudden you're closing off many, many receptors to, to what's next. You can't serve from, a, from this open, pure place if you are panicking. So keep the job, keep the paycheck while you build the dream until at minimum you're hitting that income level three months in a row, I, pr preferably six months in a row, then let it go. And you can focus full time and, and transfer your passion project, as apparently <laughs> I said my show was, into your full time thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I love your strategy there. And I know it will become clear for you what people want and need from you. I think so. I think that even already I'm starting to get a good feel for what people want. And you know, like the beauty of having the the money coming in before is like you said, you don't have to worry about it. But also my business has been around for so long that I can step back from it now. I can go, you know what? I don't need to be focusing all of my attention on this business every single day because the systems are set up. It kind of runs itself. And then you're like, okay, well, when I was a single mom, I was able to fit in work in the evenings because I had to. So why not start a podcast? Because yeah. I could do that in the evenings. I could just go back to that for a little bit. So exactly. there's always excuses to why we can't do something, but there's never an excuse why you shouldn't do it. You should always try. Always. Absolutely. So we had a question from the community that she wanted us to answer. Birth Bliss Beyond asked us, should you have a certain amount of followers before you start a podcast? What do you guys think? No. No. Start the podcast. Yeah. Start the podcast. The followers will come. Yeah, right. I was just going to say that. Build the podcast. They will come. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Reference to a movie there. <laughs> and like I'm in a, a prime example of this because my community was there. I had a pretty good community, you know, I don't know, 5,000 ish across everything, maybe even 10. I don't know. But when launching the podcast, it's now at 100,000 across all the platforms, the lists, the all the places. And I'm like, say what? And it's <laughs> insane because I was showing up on live. I did have a YouTube channel. I was mm -hmm. putting up blog posts, but what was not happening is I wasn't coming from, from a open-hearted servant attitude and a place of, I'm going to just going to serve her and I don't care, whatever. Buy for me. Don't buy for me. I'm going to step into my truth. I'm going to pair Christianity with business, which is weird. I'm like, am I going to repel everyone? I just started showing up as who I authentically was meant to be. And the podcast forced the consistency. It forced me to show up because I promised this community that I was going to come and be here twice a week for a year at a minimum. And now I'm like, obviously I'm going to continue the show. But initially I thought we'll do this for a year and see how it goes. So it's like, you've got to dig in hard enough, long enough for the followers to find you. And unless they trust you, they're not going to come, they're not going to show up. And, and so you have to find the thing that lights you up. Like, is it YouTube? Fine. But you better commit to that, sis. Is it writing? You better be the best blogger pouring out your heart and soul when you think nobody's watching. 
You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I agree with you guys. No, do not wait. That's why you need the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think too, with podcasting, I love Instagram, but you can fake Instagram. You can fake a personality and a blog post, but when you hear someone speak on a podcast and they're pouring out their heart and soul, you can't fake that. And I think that's why people are so obsessed with podcasters now. So don't wait, start the podcast. Start it. And I want to say something on that too, like, cause I've had this question a lot, is podcasting saturated? Is there too many people podcasting? I've had this question. And I just want to address it because everyone listening to this show is interested in podcasting. Isn't social media saturated? Isn't Instagram story saturated? Isn't Pinterest have a bajillion pins? Isn't everybody going live on their business pages? Isn't YouTube a massive platform? So here's the thing. No matter what platform you choose, there's a million other people teaching something similar to you, right? Mm-hmm. So here's what you do. You put on the blinders, put on the sunglasses, pick your platform. Pick it, the one that you want to just pour into for a year at minimum. Show up consistently, do your absolute best work. Don't look at anyone else and watch yourself rise above all the other people that are looking at everybody else and pretending to be like everybody else because you have your own voice and you're different and you're authentic and you're genuine and your tribe will find you. And when you commit to a dream and a vision and you start stepping into what you've been called to talk about and teach, there's no way you won't be successful. There's no way. The woman that was meant to find you won't be led to you. Like Anya was led to me. We didn't find each other. She was literally led to me. And the same with Allison. So it's, no, it's not sat. Well, yes, everything is saturated. It's, it will not be saturated if you commit to it for long enough and you do your best work. That's how you will rise to the top 10% of whatever platform that you choose. I don't know if you guys have any feedback on that question. Well, I was just going to piggyback on what you said. People don't realize it's saturated with a lot of garbage and more than half the people out there are not showing up consistently. Mm -hmm. They're just not. They are on LinkedIn for two weeks. Well, now I'm going to go do Instagram stories for a week. Oh, wait a minute. Let me do some Facebook live videos. Consistency and show up. That's all you have to do. Really? Yeah, I agree. Nobody does that. Right. That's why people don't make it is because they don't do it. Don't do like, the work. They don't do the work. They take the course, but then they don't actually apply it. Or they apply and they pick and choose and they take this and they take that. But like there's there's great courses like Podcast Pro University where they literally walk you through exactly how to do it. And if you want to have a podcast, all you have to do is do it. Do it. Oh my gosh. It's the easiest, but the hardest. So do you guys have any last words of advice on launching a podcast? Because you've now been through it. It's amazing. Any last things that you want to leave those ladies kind of, oh, should I, what would I talk about? I'm so afraid. Like, what is your last bit of advice for them? I would say start journaling, put those thoughts down on paper because I mean, my ideal clients or tribe or audience are moms. So one minute you're on cloud nine and you feel like super mom and you're just going to do all the things in the world. And then by four o'clock in the afternoon, you feel defeated and you can't do anything. Start journaling, start the process and just make sure that your, your courage and your purpose outweighs your fear at the end of the day. You can do it. That's so good. Your courage and purpose outweighs your fear. 
Anya, how about you? Any last words of advice? I think you have to do it. You just have to take the step. Remember that you were made for a reason and you have something. Everybody has something they can share with the world. Everybody has something to give back. No matter what your circumstances, no matter what your situation is, there is someone that can be helped by you, your advice, your wisdom, your experience. And at risk of sounding like a walking advertisement, <laughs> but, but like, I mean this so genuinely, if you want to start a podcast, take the course, sign up, invest the money and take the course because it's going to make your life a million times easier. And this is coming from somebody who used the school of Google <laughs> to start a business and grow it for 14. Like I am telling you, it is so much easier when you have someone to walk you through the process. So just sign up, spend the money and follow everything Steph says. <laughs> well, uh, and I think hello. people, hello, right. Wait, hold on. End the, end the show right there. <laughs> I don't even have to put a commercial in this episode. <laughs> well, and I think too, if you're considering the course, I think what people might get hung up on is you set the pace. That's what's great about the course. You can choose to knock it out in two weeks. You can choose to do it in two months. And I think that was so brilliant with the course is it's at your pace. There is no like, you have to have module one and two done by, you know, at the end of week one. That's what's so important to understand is Steph gives you the roadmap. It's like getting in a car and you put in the destination and navigation, but you're not getting there unless you drive. So, and that's what the course is. Steph gives you the roadmap, but it's up to you to get down and dirty and do the work, but it's so doable and it's so easy when it's broken down. You guys, I did not pay them to sell. <laughs> <laughs> They're so sweet. Thank you guys so much. And here's the thing too. I believe fiercely in the course. If you guys are on the fence of Podcast Pro University, just know it is the best work I've ever done. Um, I'm so proud of it. My goal with it is to help women scale, grow, monetize, understand the listener psychology too, have to actually get people to subscribe and stay with your show and how to get great guests on and, and monetize because it's not just launch a show, wham, bam, goodbye. Thank you, ma'am. It's, I want to grow a successful show. I want to rise to the top 20% of my tier, my micro niche. I want to make money with my voice. And so that's what the podcast pro university is. So if you guys are on the fence about that, go learn more at podcast pro university. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So how does everybody <laughs> find y'all? Where are your podcasts? What is your handle on Insta so that everybody can come show you the love? Okay. Well, my podcast is social media for mompreneurs. So of course I help the mompreneur grow their business and brand online. And I just give the simple and practical tools to do that. And you can find me on Instagram at Allison Scholes. And my podcast is the Updraft Podcast, which is aimed at helping women of all walks of life raise up into their purpose, meet their goals, build their businesses, and deal with everything that comes along with that. Raising kids, managing a house, organizing time, all of that. All so you can hard. find it at the Updraft Podcast. And my Instagram handle is at A-N-N-Y-A dot Miller. Thank you for tuning in today. If you loved today's episode and walked away with value, 
then please head over to iTunes, social media for mompreneurs, and leave a review and subscribe to the channel. This would make my day. And don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Allison Scholes or grab some freebies over at bossladyandsweatpants.com. Take care. I'll see you next time.